You will not achieve the greatness that you were born for when you're worrying about rejection. And that is the quote of the day. to the quote of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Our featured speaker is Dr. John Demartini. Yes, Dr. John Demartini is back with more wisdom. And today he's talking about the balance of life, the polarity of life, where when you feel like something bad is going on in your life, you can also look and find some good as well. When you're being criticized by somebody, you're also being praised by somebody else. When you're being rejected, you can also find acceptance in your life. And this really hits home with me because, you know, I do some some consulting, some coaching here and there with entrepreneurs, and that's one of the things that always comes up is the fear of rejection, the fear of criticism. And I can remember back in 2002, you know, at the peak of my YouTube channel, my underground wellness YouTube channel, I remember, you know, just really wanting to help people and going back and looking at my video that I may have posted that day and just seeing so much hate, seeing so much criticism from anonymous people, just saying the worst things in the world, completely rejecting me, completely criticizing me. And I remember that's where I put all of my focus. I really couldn't see all the good stuff that was going on. My brain just locked in on all of this criticism. I got to the point where I said, you know what? I no longer want to do this. And I actually shut down my YouTube channel and my social media sites. And I was like, I'm done. I no longer want to do this. And I went to a seminar a few weeks later and I was venting about this. And, you know, somebody who worked for a really famous family in Hollywood, she said that somebody in that family told her that, If no one is criticizing you, if nobody is rejecting you, it means that you're no longer relevant, that you're no longer really making an impact. And I think that's when I just accepted the fact that some people are going to love me and some people are not going to love me. And that's just the way it is. And there's really nothing that I can do about it. And I think, you know what, I find it so fascinating that some of the most successful people on earth are some of the most polarizing people on earth. You know, people love them and people hate them. I mean, you just got to look at their social media feeds. Just look at a celebrity's social media feeds. You'll, you'll see love and you'll see hate. You'll see criticism. You will see praise. You'll see rejection. You'll see acceptance. Take, for instance, our president, Donald Trump. Before he even entered the race to be president, half the country despised him. And half the country didn't despise him. And he ended up becoming the president of the United States, getting less than 50% of the vote. Look at Kanye West. People love him. People hate him. Look at the Kardashians. People love him. People hate him. Look at Kobe Bryant. People love him. People hate him. You cannot make everybody happy. Like I said, when there's criticism, you will always find praise. When you encounter rejection, someone is accepting you just the way you are. You will never make everybody happy. Here's Dr. Demartini. The next thing that obstaclizes, if that's a word I made up, and that is the fear of rejection. Do you know that acceptance and rejection is conserved through time and space, within you and around you? 
You will build yourself up and put yourself down. Would you agree that there's nobody out here that ever receives put-downs more than they put down themselves? You have a built-in Geiger counter. The second you get cocky with yourself, you have a built-in mechanism to automatically beat yourself up to try to get you back into equilibrium, your, th your authentic self. You're not here to exaggerate or minimize yourself. You're here to be authentic. When you do, you get to grow. And every time you get cocky, you attract criticism. Every time you get humbled, you attract praise. And so the world around you is counterbalancing the world inside you to make sure that you stay centered. And if you're addicted to one side only support and never embracing the challenge, you won't grow. So if you get nothing but support, you'll stay juvenile all your life. You have to have somebody pissed off if you want to grow. That's why I have a thing called the law of lesser pissers. When I have a choice of pissing others off or myself, I always choose to piss people off. What a wise person does when somebody gets ridiculed, when they get ridiculed, you immediately go, okay, who's ridiculed? Who's praising me? If you look carefully, simultaneously, there's a synchronicity of opposites. All complementary opposites come together. Your human mind and brain will never perceive something without its complementary opposite. In the breakthrough experience, I have people go through and ask a simple question. At the exact moment when somebody criticizes who is praising you, one or many, male or female, close or distant, who is praising you? And the second you see who is praising you at the same moment, then both are diffused. Because praise can keep you juvenile and make you stuck, and criticism can make you actually stimulated. You need both. You need both. If you took out every criticism out of your life, you wouldn't be where, anywhere. You know when you dump a girlfriend or a boyfriend and reject somebody, somebody else wants them and somebody else then wants you. That's how life is. A tree that grows to the sun has to shed many branches along the journey, and you're going to be rejected, and you're going to reject all through your life. And to go through life with false expectations that you're supposed to be liked all the time will keep you sucking your thumb with a digital craniorectalitis syndrome. <laughs> you will not achieve the greatness that you're born for worrying about rejection. And you know, it's interesting, when you're 10 years old, just like the money I mentioned I was talking about, you have a few friends and a few enemies. When you're 20, you have more friends and more enemies. When you're 30, more friends, more enemies. I have friends and enemies now globally. <laughs> the real test of your success and your achievement is how many people you can piss off on the planet. Since you always have this half and this half, you never have a reprimand side without a praise side. If you're going to reach 7 billion people, you're going to have to have 3.5 billion people pissed. So my job is to see how big I can piss people off. Why? Because if you're unique, you're going to start innovating something new that's never been done before. And anytime you do something that's new, people are going to ridicule you. They're going to violently oppose you. You're going to challenge paradigms and existing conventions and traditions, and you're going to be criticized until eventually you stand strong with an immortal vision bigger than those obstacles, and then you stand up, and then you set the new tradition. Well, I fully intend to set a new tradition. There's a hell of a lot of things on the planet that people are stuck in, their belief systems that aren't true. Let me give you an example. Would you agree that there's a movement right now where there are hundreds and thousands of kids that are put on a medication, a Ritalin medication, for a label of ADHD? And yet that same kid can be going there and sit for hours, six, eight hours straight in front of a video game with a photographic and photographic and autographic mind with everything known and sit there with total presence on a video game. 
Now, how come in that scenario they don't have ADHD? They don't because, really simple, that's their highest value. And they, if you ask them, how is taking these classes going to help you fulfill the video game? They go, hell, I don't know. They don't see the relationship. But if there was a university where those kids could excel in video games, they'd be the top in the class. So what we have is we have teachers and mothers and counselors and sociologists and psychologists and all these people that don't know human behavior that are projecting authoritatively onto the child their own value systems and expectations by convention and tradition and idealisms onto the child without taking the careness of that child's value systems and honoring the child's to be able to communicate in the child's values to bring out the genius. They're then projecting a label on them, which means a projection of a value system onto them, evaluating them, put a diagnosis on them, stick them on a medication, and I am absolutely certain that is not the most effective, efficient way to awaken genius in children across the world. But that is a multi-billion dollar business today. Does that make any sense? So what I'm trying to say is just because something's so doesn't mean that it's true. Just because there's a convention and tradition doesn't mean that it's the, way, the great way of life. And that's why somebody who has something that's authentic, something that's genuine, something that's inspired, something ready for the world, an idea whose time has come, they must stand steady in their vision and let them come through, you might say, the ridicule, the violent opposition until they're self-evident and start a new tradition. This is the only thing that made evolution and growth in society. And that person is you. That person's you. Because tell me if this isn't true. Tell me if there's deep inside you, you have a desire to do something extraordinary. Tell me the truth. How many of you inside feel and dwell and think and envision doing something amazing? It may be while you're sleeping. It may be while you're daydreaming. And you may have the, the, the anxieties and the fears and the subordination stop you. But the dream is inside you. That was Dr. John Demartini encouraging you to go out and get some haters, to go out and find some critics. There's a really interesting thing about haters and critics is that if you have haters, if you have critics, it means that you're on the field playing the game. And usually the haters and the critics are the ones who are up in the stands watching people play the game because they don't have the courage to get into the game themselves. And those should be the last people who keep you from making the dent in the universe that you know you can make. If you want to learn more about Dr. Demartini, you can go to drdemartini.com. That is drdemartini.com. He's got CDs and audios and uh, DVD programs that you can check out. He also uh, does an event pretty much every weekend of the year called The Breakthrough Experience that I hear is absolutely incredible. You can learn more about that on his website. And that is it for me. I will see you tomorrow. Peace. Peace.